You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Peter Inch. Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, host of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, and general manager of Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, and a three-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, the London Free Press Best of London, and the London Community News Reader's Choice Award. Glad you could join us this Saturday morning, and hopefully every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30, as we can provide you, our listeners, some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing how it works, as well as some energy-saving tips. But most importantly, the phone lines are open, so you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Or you can send us an email at inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com, and we will answer that. One lucky caller today will win a free air conditioner tune-up, so don't wait. Give us a call. We've got Dan Peterson back in with us today. After last week, you were down in uh, Buffalo, New York for your daughter's graduation. I was. I was. Uh, we were down there for her graduation on uh, Saturday, and it was a full house down there right in the middle of downtown Buffalo. Quite an experience. <laughs> well, you're lucky you got there before Babcock made his announcement. It might be a little uglier down it, in Buffalo true. today. That's true. It might be. <laughs> I saw a thing, and just on the Babcock, it said, you know, um, why do you why'd you go to Toronto and Babcock? I said, well, I talked to Shanahan. He says I could be golfing in April. So he says I, that's why I chose to go to Buffalo so, or go to Toronto. So. Yeah. so for all the Leaf fans out there, I thought you might get a good laugh on that. Um, we had a, uh, a caller send in uh, an email during the week, and they had a, had a question, and it says, uh, I have a loose shower head. What could cause that shower head uh, – to be loose, can I just tighten it, or is there actually a problem in the wall? Um, it, there could be a, a couple of issues there. You might be able to just tighten it, but it's probably uh, in the wall. But if he's not got any leaks coming down through his ceiling or into the basement, he might just get away just tightening it. But I've found over the years is the the shower arms that come out of the wall, the metal on those is pretty thin. So he's probably better to unscrew it out before it breaks and he has a major leak and just put a new shower arm in. Um, that That's the best way to fix it right now. Now, they normally have a chrome, I'll call it an excussion plate. Yep. Is that? Yep. He will have to pull that back to be able to get... Uh, uh, something on that arm to twist it out. I'm afraid right now is when he goes to twist it out that if those threads are starting to go that it might snap off. And if that's the case, then he's going to have to get in that wall, maybe through a closet from in behind or something like that. But now's the time to look at that before, right now before it gives him a major problem. Well, Bob, I hope that helped you out from your email you sent in, but definitely yeah. it's something you better look at right away. Yeah. Now, it was interesting this week. Um, we've talked about a couple things here real often. 
I think sometimes I think we talk to the point that we maybe talk too much about it. <laughs> One was take your air conditioner cover off and get it ready. Well, we had two or three phone calls, service calls this week that they had left their cover on, turned yeah. it on, and it had ended up causing damage. And we also yeah. had some customers call in who just turned their outside tap on. <laughs> And it was cracked. It was cracked. Um, so, you know, we talk a lot about winterizing and getting it ready and, and started. And, and I'll, you know, Dan gave me a special award because I didn't <laughs> listen to him. And my last year, my outside tap cracked. Yes. Uh, and I had to get, I got a shower when I decided to turn it on. So yeah. um, it's something that definitely, you know, when you turn that outside tap on, you need to go downstairs and make sure there's no yes. leaks and, and things like that going on. But we talk a lot about getting things ready. Uh, and in this these calls this week, it, it just, uh, it you know, I, I'm going to mention it and mention it and mention yeah. it because it's so important. And, and one that we're seeing a lot of right now is some people have their air conditioners in the attic. Yes. Um, so they have an air conditioner outside, they have an indoor unit in the attic connected to ductwork that air conditions either an upper floor or in some cases their whole house. Um, we are getting to the point that we cannot send our employees up in the attic. Yes. And maybe you can explain a little bit of why that is. Well, it gets so hot up there in the attic and uh, it's full of insulation and everything that um, usually it's just not. Uh, safe to send an employee up there. They can only um, be up there for a certain period of time. You pretty well have to have two men because one man can't go up there by himself. If something was to happen, there would be no one there. So once it gets to a certain temperature in the attic, um, and you're talking the middle of the summer, it gets so hot and humid up there that it's just not safe for an employee to be up there. Yeah, and even though it gets cold at night, that attic never cools down. That's and right. as soon as the sun hits it in the morning with yep. the black shingles, it comes up pretty high yeah, and pretty quick. So. It would be hard enough to breathe up there and uh, the humidity and everything up there. Yeah, so if you're thinking of, if you've got an attic unit that needs to have a maintenance done, you need to get that booked very quickly or you're going to have to wait to the fall uh, September, October, November time frame because then it will be cooled down enough yep. that they can get back up there. But if you have any questions, uh, give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. We're just going to take a quick break here and we'll be right back. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, here's your host, Peter Inch. Welcome back, and remember, the phone lines are open, uh, 519-643-2222, or you can send us an email at inchbyinch.com at serviceexperts.com. Um, we've had a few people uh, calling in this week about um, they want their fan to run all the time on their furnace because they have, it's cold downstairs. They don't want to turn the air conditioner on. They just like to move that cold air. Um, maybe you can explain on most thermostats there's a way to do that. On, uh, on most thermostats, there's a, there is a, a fan setting 
Um, even the digital thermostats that are more prevalent today than than they were even 10 years ago. And when you have your fan running all the time, that is moving the air in the house. You don't get dead areas, stale areas, um, takes that cold air and circulates it through the house. And the best way is to go through the menu on your thermostat. It'll come to where fan continuously runs and let it run continuously. I know even in my own house, um, I had trouble. I thought I had trouble heating one bedroom. And once I had the fan running continuously, I never had a problem with the air conditioning in that room, never had a problem with the heating in that room. So that's something to consider. Some people may not like that cold draft, so to speak, in the, especially nowadays in, in the morning in the this last month or so. But I think that that's an important thing. It keeps the air from getting stale in your house. It keeps it moving. And whatever space you're conditioning, it'll uh, definitely help. And we, you know, I have allergies and probably can tell. I've got a little sniffles going on, but... Um, I use it running all the time to keep the air clean That's and, true. and more of a constant environment in the yeah. house. So definitely it can be done. Uh, if you have a really, 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 really old furnace, <laughs> which really should be replaced because it's that old, but some of the real old ones, there is even ways to make them run or there is two-speed motors that can be installed to run at a lower speed and then go to a higher speed when you want to heating or air conditioning, but every furnace out there can have that fan run all the time. Um, we had a customer call that said, uh, I got water leaking around my furnace. Um, I have it turned on air conditioning. Uh, what could that be? Well, I, I'd have to say that's probably a plug drain. Um, there is a pan underneath uh, the coil that is in the furnace that will take that condensation away and run it to a drain, run it to a condensate pump. Um, and if that drain is plugged, that water's going to go somewhere, and it's probably overflowing that pan. Um, it's condensate pump. It might be a little bit coming out of that too, so there's a couple areas you should check. You'll see the pipe coming out of the, the uh, plenum, which is the piece above the furnace, and he should probably take it apart there check to make sure that that drain's clear, and then make sure that his condensate pump is running. Yeah, and then, you know, the other, if the if it isn't the drain, it could be because it iced up as well, which oh, is block of ice. probably a dirty filter. So, you know, no we talk movement. about checking yeah. that filter, make sure and it's, it's clean and that everything's good to go. But, um, you know, a maintenance again, we, we, you know, we have exactly. our tune-up Tuesday, a great time to call in. You can save $60 on a furnace and air conditioner tune-up. Um, but we go out, check all that stuff, make sure the drains are cleared, cleaned yeah. out, check the condensate pump, make sure that the filter's cleaned and you're all set to go and you won't have any of these leaking problems. Or It's not good to have water going through a furnace no. and then out the bottom where you see it. Uh, that's yeah. not a good thing. So if uh, you see that water around the bottom of your furnace, it is definitely something you need to get looked at as, as soon as you can. Um, we got an email here in from John that says, I've... Uh, 
got a sump pump that failed and unfortunately flooded his basement. Uh, is there any alarms or something that I could put in that would let me know when that pump isn't working? Uh, there is. There's there's a couple of different ways you could go. Um, the first thing I would do would be to get a, a backup sump pump of some sort so that if that ever happens, um, at least he has something to pump the water out of the basement. Um, that's his number one thing that he should be doing. There are separate alarms that you can put into your sump hole that will go off and let you know that that there is a problem with your pump. A lot of the backup pumps out on the market, whether it be a water backup, jet backup, or whether it be a battery backup, have got an alarm built into them. Some of the alarm companies um, out there will also monitor that so that if you're away, that they can get someone over to your house to get that problem fixed. An alarm on a sump pump is not going to help you if you're not there. Right. No one will hear it. <laughs> so right. you may be make sure someone's checking that place on a real regular basis or it might be worth finding out from one of the alarm companies what they can do to monitor that for you. Yeah, So, and Dan's right, an alarm, if you're not home to hear the alarm, it's <laughs> not going to help you. No. So if you have an alarm system that's monitored, get it hooked in, or maybe a backup sump pump, yes. which if it the first one fails, the backup will take yeah. over and have an alarm on it so yes. that yes. it's at least working while you're not hearing it, and then when you get home, yes. you do know it. And the uh, the good thing about that also is that it's not just if your main pump fails, but if the hydro goes out. It's just like having a failure. So I think the the backup pump is definitely the way to go with the alarm and then check with your alarm company to see if they can monitor it. Yeah, we've, uh, you know, I happen to be investigating at work some alarms to do that. If yes. there's any water leak, yes. how can we let our uh, homeowners know yeah. that there's something going on and yeah. we're... I know you put one on our toilet at work yep. <laughs> that we're when we're monitoring how it works and yep. testing it out. But yep. there's there's we're trying to find these devices, make sure they function properly before we ever endorse them and Yeah. And and they are more and more popular. There are ones out there that will shut if there's a difference, they will shut the water supply off to the house. You know, if your toilet tank cracks or your water heater goes. Now, we got an email in from Jesse that says, I have a gas fireplace, and I'm wondering, it doesn't have a fan. Could a fan be installed to it? And, and there was a couple questions we couldn't ask Jesse on the email. I mean, number one is um, a lot of times fireplaces will have an outlet built into them that you can install a fan into it, plug it into this outlet, put in a switch or a rheostat on it that would control it. But if hydro hasn't been run to the fireplace, <laughs> everything looks like it will work, but now there's no hydro there. So two things we have to check is, is there a plug in the unit that the fan would plug into? If so, is there power at it? Right. And if there isn't, then we could be getting a wire run to the fireplace before you can add the fan into it. Yeah, you need to do a little bit of investigation on that. Um, so, so it can be done in most cases. Um, we had another uh, email from uh, Joe that said, you know, 
my fireplace, the glass is turning black. Um, and they kind of, so what we say on most fireplaces is you need to clean that glass two to three times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to pull it off, clean it, put it back in. If it's turning black quickly, then something's wrong. Yes, We've got definitely. A, a log out of place that could be in being impinged and causing carbon to happen. We could have some kind of crack in the burner. Yes. There could be a bunch of things. But the glass normally will get white, and over time it will go black. But if you're cleaning it every, you know, twice a year, three times a year, it will never get to that point. Yeah. If you can't see the flame, we have a problem. <laughs> yes. you you got to stop using it, get somebody out, determine why this is getting so dirty so quickly, and then try to determine it. But uh, the fireplace glass shouldn't turn black. If it is turning black, then there's an issue. And, yes, it's a serious issue could yeah. be. And we use um, cooktop cleaner. So what they use to clean ceramic cooktops, that's what we use to clean the um, glass on a fireplace. We find it works the best. Yes. It take, has a little grit in it that doesn't scratch, but it gets rid of all the the uh, discoloration on the glass. Right. And it's more like a polish that after you're done, you polish it up and, and it looks pretty good. It's not a five-minute job. It takes a lot longer. Yeah. So we thank everybody for today. Um, if you want to get a hold of us off the air, you can give us a call at 519-643, or sorry, 519-681-2450. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week.